0: Yes, welcome. It's time the Undrafters 2021 NBA preview. We are back. We're back on air. Soul, I'm here with Mo. What's going on, man?
1: What's happening, bro? It's good to be back. It's good to be talking NBA again.
0: Uh, under a week to go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The other day they put a post: the Lakers one year since we won the title, but That feels like three years ago. Oh, bro. What the hell? Like, yeah, when you
1: think about it, in the grand scheme of things. You got the Bucs won a title, Lakers won a title, and now we're starting the season in like a week. It's that's crazy. So,
0: that's so, it was yeah. like three
1: seasons in one year.
0: <laughs> big season. Big season coming up. So many yeah, for sure. so many storylines going in, big changes to many teams. We're going to discuss all that. Let's focus first on the big issues going into the season. I think the biggest issue all summer has been Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. This is still going on. From when all, you know, crumbled in Game 7 against Atlanta in the Eastern Conference semis till now, Ben Simmons is still a 76er. I can't believe it. Yeah, I don't
1: understand. This whole Ben Simmons situation is like watching Home Alone and Ben Simmons just got lost and (laughs) started to rock up home now all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, welcome back. You know, I don't know what he's expecting. Like, just rocking up at the Sixers door now, so...
0: Yeah, like random, yeah? Like, he just went and did a COVID test without telling them. They just they found out. I think out. He, took
1: that, he took that first pay cut, that first paycheck. He's like, no, man, I'm no, not bro, I, can't this. Do
0: this. I can't do this every week, bro. That hit him hard, man. That hit him hard. Man, I mean, at the end of the day, you're still contracted and,
1: you know, eventually you'll get the move, but you still got to play it out. You've got to be a professional, man.
0: Yeah, but how, how do you bring that trust back and, you know, I guess that team spirit back together? Because he is offside of everyone. That, there. That's, they all for me, that's a long, long time. time. I
1: actually don't think they'll play him. Far they'll probably either try to move him before the season starts or they're just... I don't think they'll play him, man. I think Philadelphia is a good enough team to kind of handle its own without him for the time being. And then until they find the right move, probably make the move then.
0: When they lost against Atlanta in the press conference, Doc Rivers literally said, I don't know if he's going to be part of our our plans or some shit like that. In the press conference right after the game, Joe Embiid full blamed him. And look, I'm not saying he didn't deserve blame, right? But that... He was
1: definitely scapegoated. Bro. He was definitely scapegoated.
0: Yeah, like at the time, I was like, bro, this guy, like what the hell is he doing? Like, <clears>
1: I'm dying... not even the biggest Ben Simmons fan, man. Like, you know you know me. I don't think he's dedicated. I don't think he puts enough effort in. But to put that whole series on him is a bit far-fetched when Philadelphia had so many chances to win that series. And they just couldn't close out the games. To put it on Ben Simmons, you know he's not a scorer. No. Everyone knows he hasn't shot jump shots. Like, all of a sudden, they was a the playoff series and you expected him to. They, you, you've, he's been doing it all season. But like, why are you shocked? Mm. That's how I see it. Like, why are you shocked that he, he didn't step up in that moment? He's He's been like that all year.
0: And from that point, he literally ignored everyone. You're hearing stories, you know, of him requesting trades to LA, to a big market, LA, New York, wherever. He's, you know, full said he's not coming back. He turned around a private plane that had Doc Rivers, Joe and Embiid, Tobias Harris, told him, I don't want to talk to yous. The thing is, it's hard to make a trade for Ben Simmons because you're not going to get value because his stock drops so You're not going to get
1: value, but at the same time, I think Philadelphia thinks he has too much value. Like They're yeah. over him right now. He's a great defender, probably one of the best defenders in the league. He's a great passer of the ball. We know that. Obviously not a great scorer. You can still pick up some really good pieces without having to get a large haul back for him. Like I think Philadelphia is expecting a bit too much, and that's why they're struggling to move him.
0: The whole organization's done a 180. They're like, oh, no, no, we're part of our plan. Yeah, we, yeah. we can't wait to walk him in back. It's all bullshit. It's obviously
1: bull crap, yeah. It's, come on, It's man. done. Like, that whole Simmons thing, it's done. Like, he's going to get shipped somewhere. I'd but be what, really surprised if there's a U-turn from what's just happened over the summer.
0: What is a fair trade for Ben Simmons, But What would Philadelphia... Because Ben Simmons is a talent, like, regardless. Like, in the situation he's in, I don't know... If, <clears throat> I don't think he wants to handle or face the music, you know, from the fans. Because, you yeah. know, they've been chanting in wrestling arenas. I mean, chanting in, like, other sports. You know, F. Ben Simmons, all game. Yeah, cool. yeah. They're done with him. How's he going to handle that?
1: I don't think he's going to handle because I don't think he's going to play.
0: Yeah. I don't think. He's gonna but if he does play, how does he handle it? Like, he can't. No way.
1: It's a bit spoiled, in a way. Like, now, you know, people are asking, you know, for him to put in the work and just doesn't want to put in the work, basically. Like... That's what we all see videos of him during the off season, shooting threes. It's like now, you know, integrate that into the real game now. Mm. And he just won't do it. And now, exactly if the fans are going to be against him, it's not going to get any better, I think. doesn't have that mentality. He doesn't have that killer mentality.
0: I feel like if you got him out of that environment in Philly...
1: I think he could still thrive and be... No, like he would it.
0: thrive again, 100%. I, I think, think he would
1: thrive again. I think Houston would be a great fit for him. I think even Golden State would be an amazing fit. That's like my two places for him... If you go to Golden State, you know, you're in a win-now situation. Or if you go to Houston, you know, you can kind of be the main guy again.
0: But do um, they have the pieces that match, well, you know, his value? I know his value stock's down, but like Philly's not going to accept a shit offer. And I don't know what they've got. Philly's the not going to
1: accept a It depends what offer they want. Like, you can either go down, do you want a large set of picks? Or do you want, hey, let's say Philadelphia swap Simmons for Draymond Green and a couple of their new rookies they drafted and a pick or so? I mean, would you not do it if you're the Sixers? If you got off Draymond Green, you got a guy that's championship experience, killer mentality, defensive anchor, great defender, can playmate. I think that's a trade you'd have to consider, right?
0: Yeah, I'd rather see him get traded for Dame. It's just not happening, isn't it? That's where, if I'm Portland, I don't think Simmons is enough. No, no, it's Simmons and... Another player in a lot of picks, but I'm saying, like, but that's, that's the, the situation he'd want with, to be in.
1: The thing, if you've noticed, Philadelphia, I feel like it's the other way around where they think they should be getting Damon a lot of picks back. Like,
0: yeah, that's that, right. That's
1: how Philadelphia's mentality is at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Maybe Simmons for D'Angelo Russell kind of gives them that guard point guard play that they lack at the moment. Something like that. That could mm. be a possibility.
0: What about the coach? I, don't, I haven't heard enough blame on Doc Rivers because obviously he's loved. He won a title 15 years ago. That people Doc Rivers still... has
1: been riding that title's coattail yeah. for the last 12 years. Yeah, On a title he should have won, by the way. He had one of the best big threes in basketball and he delivered one title at the end of the day. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and he had Rondo.
0: And then he had that Clippers run with CP3, Blake Griffin, DeAndre couldn't get that done. Then they gave, they gave him Kawhi Leonard and poor George, choked yeah. that. And then he choked again when, when he went to Philly. Like, surely his coaching comes under question. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that he's trying to play it safe. Like, I reckon he's told, I reckon Simmons has been told, don't shoot. I reckon they've taken the confidence away from him.
1: Oh, 100 percent It definitely comes down to coaching. If if your coach tells you, hey, go out and shoot 10 to 15 jump shots in a game and you know, like don't even stress if you miss, you think that guy, that player's not gonna have the confidence to shoot it? No. If he if he gave Simmons the green light, hey, no consequences, go shoot it. If Simmons had Russell Westbrook mentality shooting 25% from the field on some days, but go out there next game and do the same thing, doesn't care if miss or miss or make. I think can... it comes down to both Simmons and coaching. Like Westbrook mm. doesn't give a shit. Westbrook's going to go out there and jack up 15 shots and he'll go 0-15 and he'll come back the next night and shoot 0-15 again. Doesn't care.
0: Because Ben Simmons, the, the way he is, his demeanor it doesn't seem like Westbrook. It's not the same. It's like, I don't think he demands, like, he's not going to challenge back. You want me to just pass? I'll just pass. You want me yeah. to just like, you know, drive in? He, I'll just drive
1: exactly in. It all comes down to his demeanor and his mentality at the end of the day. Like, but it's so weird. I don't weird. think he's a, so think he's weird, a vocal bro. guy. Bro. Yeah,
0: it's so weird. But because he's so committed on defense, he's such a good defender. Like, it doesn't match up for me, man.
1: He's a great defender because he's so like agile and quick for his size, and his lateral quickness is great. Again, yeah, you're right. It doesn't add up. He's a great defender, but has he hit his ceiling now? You questioned. I mean, look, we did question Giannis the same thing a couple of years ago and said, "Has this guy hit his ceiling?" Now I'm not comparing them to because Giannis is on like a different planet. But Giannis has come back and showing us like man. You don't know what my ceiling is. My ceiling is still like untapped right now. Like, imagine Giannis shooting forty percent from three this season, for example. Who's guarding that? No one's guarding that. If Simmons came and showed us he had a jump shot, then what's what's Simmons' potential? It's untapped. You don't know what it can become.
0: And the thing with Giannis is that organization made a decision. He's going to be our guy. It wasn't necessarily their guy from the start, right? One hundred percent. He was drafted like late in the first. Yeah, he was drafted late, but in the end, they're like, "This kid's something." There's something in this kid. Let's yeah. build the team around him and let's go for it. Let's just back but then, him. But Let him make also, mistakes. Giannis
1: from a young age had that he had that demeanor about him, right? He had that I can be the best player kind of kind of attitude about him. Which Simmons, it's like yeah,
0: but it you helps don't see it, man. Mm, but but it, but it helps when your organization and your coach says when they back, back you. backs you. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's different. When they back you, 100%. that gives you confidence in yourself. Joe beat yeah. comes out and says, "Oh, we moved pieces away. We got rid of certain plays to build the team around him, bro." The team's built around you. What are you talking about?
1: At the end of the day, Joel Embiid was the one who was the MVP candidate. He yeah. would have won MVP if he didn't get injured. The team is built around you, Joel, at the end of the day. Exactly. You, know, you were injured for like one whole season at one point. They stuck by you because you're an excellent talent. But do not say the team is built around Simmons. I think Simmons is a good piece around you. But at the end of the day, you're the guy that's going to take him to a championship. If, you know, if Philadelphia wins a championship, you're the finals MVP. That's exactly. how I see it.
0: Well, and he's got the alpha mentality. He's got that, I, you know, aggressive mentality. Yeah, he's like, got that mentality.
1: But if, you don't want two guys with that mentality.
0: But do you think he would defer to Ben? No, he'd je- be jealous. No, like, it's, defer it's, to ben. it's an ego thing, man.
1: Yeah, it is. I think Ben wants to be that guy, but just hasn't shown enough to be that guy.
0: But again, it goes back to the organization and, and the coaches. Yeah. Who are they backing to be their guys? Joel Embiid at the end of the day. And no, it's hard for Ben Simmons to inject himself. And take over a game, do a forty-point game like Giannis every single week because you got that other guy with you. Now, if you could work together with him, they're unstoppable.
1: Look, Simon has the potential to average twenty a game comfortably. He's got that potential, yeah. but now it's like translating it into the game because you know what? You don't you don't have to have a jump shot to still average twenty points a game. Like he's got no. the skill set to do so. Like he's got the quickness; he can beat guys off the dribble. Like he's got that play. It's just it comes down to his mentality and his like his work ethic, man.
0: We look at Giannis, he scored 40 points in that game seven against Brooklyn, driving, dunking, yeah. the free throws. You know, that's he did not do any special. He just kept pushing himself. It's just, yeah, different level, different level play. So you got two guys that don't work together, but yet they want to keep him, I guess, obviously, for a trade purpose. There's no doubt they should have been in the finals at least once in the last three years, you know. Toronto, they should have
1: been in the finals last year, easy.
0: Yeah, in 21, there's no doubt. But Toronto got lucky, yeah, and that, that's a missed opportunity. 20, I don't know what happened in the bubble. The hell happened? Oh, I can't remember. Um, do you remember? I can't, they got remember.
1: knocked out first round. I don't even remember. So that they weren't even, got even swept.
0: they got swept to the Celtics. Yeah, they, there you go. And then there was no excuse in 2021. The the way no excuse, the East no, no. ended up beca- being, they should have made in the finals, bro.
1: Oh, they should have won the NBA. like, they should have won this. They should, this should have
0: won. Yeah, you're right. Should have won. Moving on, uh, another big issue going into the season Kyrie Irving <laughs> and the Vax. Oh, um, oh. That's become the biggest story in the last week. The Nets uh, management announced that he's not allowed to participate with him until he abides by the New York State guidelines. Yeah. He has to be double-vaxxed. Apparently, it was co-signed by the whole team, which is very weird. There were rumors yeah. about trading him, about Kevin Durant blocking that request, which is weird. And there
1: was rumors that he was going to retire if he gets traded.
0: Yeah, I think it's Look, a
1: lot of crap. Man, it's yeah, hard, I but know. I feel for him at the same time. All right, he doesn't want to get jabbed, whatever. And at the end of the day, he's taking his punishment, right? His punishment is you're not allowed to play. It is what it is. Like I'm not going to question someone for for saying, hey, uh, I'm not comfortable having something injected in me, right? That's normal. He's got tattoos injected in him, so like <laughs> that's another story. But like, <laughs> um, is like, it the
0: right call? Is it the right call by the Nets to ban him?
1: Look, I think it's the right call because he would only be allowed to play away games, right? Yeah. Team chemistry wise, it's just going to be all over the place. And then if that remains, and then you're in the playoffs, then, you know, and then he has to miss home games at the playoffs. Like, what are you going to, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a team, right? think it's the right call at the end of the day. Whether that changes throughout the season, whether he gets vaccinated or whether he doesn't, we'll even have to wait and find out.
0: So it's weird, other sports in America, they don't mandate it. Like for instance, NFL don't mandate it. There's vaxxed and yeah. unvaxxed playing right now at the moment. So that hasn't been an issue that has come up in NFL. Mm. Because you know, I mean it would
1: be a big issue if it did, if they didn't massive that. issue.
0: But I guess as well, the difference is they play outside. So I guess the risk is lower than playing yeah. indoors. So I guess that's yeah. the big difference for them. Mm. With the NBA,
1: surely there could have been an agreement put in place where this guy has to get tested every day, mask at all times. You know, like surely there could have been some sort of agreement made, like with him in the NBA, right? I mean, players last season weren't vaccinated and were playing. I'm assuming a lot of them weren't vaccinated and they were still playing.
0: Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's there were right. a few
1: cases, but there weren't. Yeah, there, there were cases Chris through the Paul, season. You're right. Yeah, Dennis there There was a few cases, right? And yeah. I still think there'll be cases this season too. Like,
0: yeah, even if yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I mean, everyone if is vaxxed. Just, what yeah, if a case still, happens? You can still get Kobe.
1: Yeah, like, I guess this, the the risk is less, less off from what they say. I'm sure that is the case, but...
0: The severity of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. Mm. I mean, I get it, but surely they could have come to some sort of agreement with the NBA, like, unless there was an agreement in place and he didn't want it, then that's a different story of the time.
0: It's weird, because, like, Kevin Durant said, apparently, no, don't, like, they wanted to trade him. Like, that was, yeah. we're talking about Ben Simmons, that was an option.
1: <laughs> that's fair, right? That was an option. But why would Philadelphia trade for him?
0: maybe the state, because again, I'm saying the NBA has put that mandate, but also the state has put that mandate. He's trying to go at two different, you know, entities like so it's yeah. pretty hard. Maybe they're like relaxed right now, in Philly. Maybe yeah. they're relaxed in LA. I'm not too sure. Even in LA, I think Polinka like, said mandated? that
1: they weren't going to play, play if they weren't vaccinated. That's why LeBron got vaccinated recently from what I've, what, what I've read, what I've heard. He's untouchable from the Brooklyn's point of view and he's untouchable from other teams' point of view. Like, who wants him? Like, no one's going <laughs> It's a shame yeah. because the guy that is peak of his career is probably one of the best players in the game. We were talking about this quite a few years ago on like Steph Curry's level, and now the last couple of years have just been, yeah, just tarnished him a bit.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, ever since he left the Cavs, it just hasn't worked out for him wherever he's gone. It hasn't
1: worked out for him, but the guy is still, he's. it's not like it hasn't worked out from a standpoint that he hasn't been playing well. The guy's been playing well, it's just, it was success. drama. Always drama, drama, drama that follows him. I don't know if he brings the drama, some say it's all him. Mm. In this situation, I don't necessarily think it's all him. Like, there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. If that's his choice, that's his choice. He's paying. The, he's, you know, he's suffering the consequences for it, mm. and that's that's yeah. it. At the end of the day, like, just gonna have to wait and see what happens, how it plays out.
0: Yeah. So, what's the end game? Do You reckon he'll get end up getting vaxxed, or you reckon he's just he's gonna back? Uh, his I think guns eventually yeah. he'll get
1: vaxxed. I think mm. he'll come to his senses a bit and just, you know, take it.
0: So, I don't think he will. I,
1: I, I think, think people he'll have stick this, to his guns, bro. Uh, at the same time, I don't. <laughs> I kind of agree with you because it kind of, if he does get vaccinated, right, it's, he's going to come out and look weak, right? Like, oh, I just got vaxxed to play, right? When you, people are going to be like, oh, you're just getting vaccinated for the money, basically. Like, whatever, yeah. whatever he does, he's going to get screwed. Let's put it that That's way. True,
0: That's true. Well, I don't know, man. It, look, if he does play, it makes a big difference. If he does
1: play, I say Brooklyn wins the title. Easily. If he, Easily, if he doesn't play, I say it's open for anyone to win. Up for or I say team. the Lakers win, but that's yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, look, we're Lakers fans, we're realistic, bro. Like, we've the Nets are the best team.
1: I, <laughs> I think the Nets they have the most firepower, man. You've got three guys that can score from anywhere on the court, something the Lakers don't have. you KD that can pull up from 30, you've got Harden that can pull up from 30, Harden can go ISO, KD can go ISO, Kyrie can play ISO. Like, if KD shoots zero for 50 one night you'd still think the Nets could win because they've got so much time around them.
0: All right, moving on quickly to Zon and the Pelicans. I think they, they've just sabotaged whatever they were trying to build there around him. And I think it's going to come at a cost because I, I think the first chance he gets to get out of New Orleans, he's getting the hell oh, out of there, bro. He's gone. He's gone.
1: I think he's gone right now. Mentally, he's gone. I don't think it's his fault. As well. I mean, that franchise has just made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. First mistake, I think, was not trading Anthony Davis earlier than what they did. Uh, Waited definitely. too long to trade him. Lakers offered him everything at that point and you pretty much took the same offer anyway. Second mistake, hiring who they hire, Van Cundy. Yeah. That was a terrible mistake with the coaches they had available at the time. And then recently, third mistake, what have you done the the offseason to make your team better? You lost Alonzo Ball for what Alonso reason? Ball the guy that. got paid, what, four years, 80 mil? That's it. I think he's worth four years, 80 mil with this current market. How is he not worth that much? You've got a guy that can play make, play defense, and is drastically improved his shooting. Why are you not paying the money? Like, he's a perfect fit for someone around Zion and Brandon Ingram. It doesn't make sense. If you've got a point guard that isn't going to be shooting 20, shots a game, that's the perfect fit for a team that has Zion Williamson and Brent Ingram in their team, who are both great scorers in this league.
0: They've gone down like a cheap route. Like, they've just gone down to a cut price where you get Devontae Graham, hmm. you get Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, they, they, uh, Valentino. They're just going to be a nothing not, team
1: again. Yeah, They're not they, going to be a good team.
0: These are not big moves. you got a franchise-changing player in your team. They're trying to keep happy, and you take one of his weapons away. No, I man. think of
1: Zion, right, and you have people that are coming and calling out Zion like it's his fault, right, or like he's put on weight. You know, people want to scrutinize his body and everything, but the guy averaged about 28 points last season in his second season, right? 28 points, over 50% shooting. I don't know how many rebounds. The guy was dominant. Crazy. Yeah, he's got he's got to improve defensively, but let's not take that away from him. Like the guy averaged 28 under the radar. Like no one mentioned it. Like it was just under the radar because his team wasn't successful at the end of the day. That's it. And what's there to look forward to? I love Brandon Ingram, but like again, he's probably going to average another 25 points for the third season in a row team around him isn't great, and the coaching is terrible.
0: And you look at how hard the West is. I already say 10 teams that they can't overtake. Oh, easy. Yeah. Who are they going to overtake? I don't no know. One. No, no one. One. The Kings. Maybe the Kings. Maybe the Thunder Houston. I don't I know. even think the Kings got better, man. Do you think he'll stay at the Pelicans?
1: I think it's always been a match made in heaven. New York. That's New York, yeah. definitely the plan, I think, for Zion anyway. I think if they do trade him, what are you going to get back? Yeah, there'll be a lot of offers for him, but... Yeah. Are you going to get equal value? Because I don't think you are.
0: Well, who's going to trade for him if his intention is to go to New York? You know, if that's the the plan.
1: For example, per se, let's say there was offers on the market, right? Obviously, there'd be plenty of suitors for Zion. There'd be plenty of people that want him. Let's say Boston, for example. Who is Boston going to trade? Jalen Brown? You get Jalen Brown back, you're still in the same situation. Do you get better as a team? No. You get a couple of picks back with Jalen Brown? Yeah, you probably do. But And then what? Your team's not improving. And it's just going to be the same cycle again. They might get a top five pick and, again, do nothing with it. You had Anthony Davis, top yeah. five player in the league. I don't care what anyone says. When you, Anthony Davis is on, he's top five player in the league. Easily. You built nothing around him. You could barely give him a point guard to run plays around him. You gave him Rondo for that one season where they did really well.
0: Yeah, and you're saying the same story as Zion. They don't know how to build around him. They don't know how to build. It's just it comes down to
1: who they hire, the guy from Cleveland, what's his name? Uh, and, David, uh,
0: David Griffin. Uh, Griffin. <sighs>
1: You and know. then, you know, they made him out like he was some saviour. He made the Lakers trade and they're like, oh, look, he got, look at all these players he got back.
0: He literally gave Lakers. us a title. They, <laughs> said,
1: they said they won the trade. They said the Pelicans won the trade. <laughs> won the Please. title. How do you win the trade if the team... How do you win the trade him? if you win the title? Because the Pelicans aren't going to win the title for the next 10 years. Anthony Davis will retire in 10 years. What are the Pelicans going to be doing?
0: Unless they pull an unbelievable trade for it. like who's going to go New Orleans? You know what I mean. No, one's no one's gonna one go is going to go.
1: Orleans. New Orleans is going to turn into the franchise is just going to move to Mexico, bro, and give a new start. That's <laughs> what I think going to end up happening. Honestly, man, they have been talking about it for a while. I think they'll end up in Mexico.
0: I don't, I don't know. I, I see. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he's going to stay. He
1: deserves to be on the big stage, right? He yeah, deserves bro. to be on national yeah, television like every night, man.
0: Who the, who the hell wants to stay at a team and get blamed every week when it's not your fault? They don't know how to build around you. Like, that's... that's
1: no wonder I think here. it's the Pelicans throwing these stories around. Oh, they take a couple oh, of photos is, of Zion, yeah. post them out in the media, look how fat he is, and then they yeah, just like yeah. complain to him.
0: Well, that doesn't help their trade, bro. They're so stupid. They're supposed to be building this guy up so you can get someone good for him, you know? Look, it's I like think dumb.
1: Zion, weight-wise, will figure it out, man. Like, the guy's, what, 21, 20? He's still growing, man. Like baby, bro. He'll figure baby, it out, man. He'll get the right guidance, man.
0: Let's start looking at the teams coming up in the season. Let's look at the Western Conference first. I don't think there's a shadow of a doubt between us. Who so We think the top team coming out of the West is.
1: It's all going to come down to health. If they yeah. The Lakers manage it well, health-wise. But everyone's healthy. If everyone's healthy. The you Lakers. Lakers win. The
0: Lakers.
1: Um however, after what the Clippers did last season at it was pretty impressive. Like, yeah, it was. If they can figure it out a bit better this season. But at the same time in saying that. They got rid of Patrick Beverly, who I thought was one of the better players in the postseason.
0: That was a weird trade, bro.
1: That was, was that trade didn't make sense. Like, I You got to buy. I don't like Beverly. You don't like Beverly. No. Nope. All other twenty nine teams don't like Beverly besides Clippers fans.
0: But if it was in your team,
1: he's in your team. You love him. Like that's that's the nope. type of player he is, and they're they're the best type of players to have in your team. Yep. To get rid of him with the intensity he brings, I think it was, that was a move where I questioned that a bit. I still yeah, think yeah. there would be a threat if they can make the right trades during the season. Another team that, for me, will be a threat, definitely, is the Golden State Warriors.
0: And they've gone missing for a few years. They've gone missing, however,
1: you got Draymond now back, obviously, they're all healthy now. Hopefully, Clay Thompson comes back. He's been up for two years now, so...
0: Yeah.
1: Clay Thompson gives you 50% already used to give you, like, they're a threat. Easy. But the reason they are a threat is because they have so many pieces to trade. Yeah. But if any star throughout the season becomes unhappy, the Golden State Warriors will be there. Like, they'll be watching. Like, if Azal becomes unhappy... Hey, the goal <laughs> they have wiseman. They have their two rookies that came out this season that are I think top ten rookies.
0: They're happy to trade on.
1: They'll be happy to throw six, seven picks if they get Zlan. Imagine that. Imagine you got Curry playing Zlan one It's team. not fair. No, no. Look, that's I'm just throwing that out there. But what, what I'm saying is the Warriors have the potential to kind of trade and make that massive leap throughout the year.
0: They've been a forgotten team because of the run they had and the injuries. Yeah, everyone forgets they were, just have not been healthy. If they're yeah, healthy, yeah. bro, they're easily top four team.
1: Oh, look, man! Curry did amazing just to kind of get him even into the play And
0: Yeah,
1: that team around him wasn't that great, but this year I think they have a lot of good pieces. Otto Porter is a very solid piece. I kind of like him. What they do like though is size at the moment. Yeah. They got bullied on the boards in the preseason, so I think that's something they'll address. But I you know, think Wiseman.
0: But I think Wiseman, one year in, I Wiseman think gives-, gives them that. You know. He's one year wiser, you know what I mean. Like he gets a bit more experience, he gets in. He's gonna be a bit more tough, tougher Look, than. Man, playing beside Hunter.
1: Draymond Green, man. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Draymond, but he's like a good leader, and he's yeah, like a good. I think he'd be a good
0: mentor, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I think another threat in the West for the Lakes is the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Luka Doncic. We're talking about off air, bro. He's very special, bro. He's a special, special player. because oh, he's, yeah. he's got the potential to oh, be the best player in the league. He's,
1: he's the type of player that could take you down on his own. Like mm-hmm. he's that good. Uh, yeah. But again, I just don't think they've built enough around him to kind of get him over the hump just yet. Yeah.
0: The big issue is Porzingis. Yeah, that's the Porzingis. whole thing. Like you just need a good running mate with Luka, and yeah. they'll be they'll do some big yeah, things. This in the whole playoffs.
1: Porzingis thing, right? It kind of reminds me of the Ben Simmons thing, right? When you brought up coaching, mm. I think the way Porzingis was coached really like didn't put him in any kind of position to succeed. It was more like you space. He was a floor spacer at the end of the day. Mm. It was yeah. kind of like Luca is very ball dominant, right? And it comes to the point where he's like, he's a bit too ball dominant, and he's an amazing player, but he does hold the ball for like long periods of the game. So I think it comes down to a bit of Luca coaching and to kind of figure out how to get the best of Porzingis. Like we we're talking about this guy, like. At one point, as the next Dirk Nowitzki, right? When he first started to York, shine yeah, in, New York, in New York, right? New York. Yeah, he's definitely got talent. He's seven foot, massive wingspan. He's quick, you know, for his size. He can shoot lights out. Yeah, he's a bit weak, but he could definitely average twenty points a game if, if this season, possibly, if he's well, coached correctly.
0: Well, they made the changes, didn't they? Rick Carlisle been there for a long time. They finally got rid of him, yeah. and they got Jason Kidd in, who's been assistant coach at the Lakers. He's obviously a really good coach. He's got another crack at it. I think he's going to be better for the run. I think he knows what he's got there. You know what I mean. He's played yeah, for that I'm team. Sure. He won a title I'm with that sure. team. It's different. You know, Rick Carlisle been there for a long time. Probably got sick of his voice. A lot of people in the organization got sick of him. If Luca just keeps producing, no matter what, I think he can get Porzingis on side. But as long <clears> as there's a plan, and if that's if there is a plan, and you know they are working together, Porzingis can be the a really good uh, wingman to to Doncic this season.
1: I definitely agree. Yeah, it came to a time, Dallas. They're overdue, I think, with the coaching a bit. It kind of needed a bit of a fresh start. So I think it was the right move. And yeah, in terms of Porzingis look, I think he is a good second guy to Luka, but it's keeping him healthy. It's running place for him. It's giving him opportunities to kind of, you know, be that second guy at the same time as well. Like, Luka, I think, is going to have to come to a point where he kind of reminds me of a bit of a 2007, 2008 Kobe Bryant when he's trying to just take a lot on his shoulders, right? and he's going to realize that you can't hold that much weight and, like, win a title. You're going to need a deflect, and Kobe Bryant was the same. Kobe averaged 35, and he was, what, an 8 seed, I think, at the time? Like, you just can't do it on your own at the end of the day, and, you know, that comes down to Luca as well. as It also comes down to the Dallas Mavericks franchise, you know, Mark Cuban, like, you're going to make some moves, you know, put this team into place to kind of take the next step. At the moment, they're just stuck in that situation where, you know, there might be one star player away from actually competing for a title, but they're also like, if it keeps going the way it is, they could be just fighting for the playoffs for the next two to three years.
0: Well, firstly, they need a Gasol. We're talking about Kobe in that era. They it's need a Gasol that's what, that's that complements exactly Doncic. So, yeah. And another thing, the good thing for the Mavericks, he's only 22, Luka Doncic. He is, he's the very guys young. played like seven years of basketball already because of, you know, Euro League as well. Mm. Wasn't he MVP at sixteen or seventeen? There, I'm like, uh, that's it's crazy. Like, European basketball
1: is like an elite level basketball as well. It's not even it's a great level.
0: And the physicality of it. Like, so that's not normal. From this that's point. why he's
1: like prepared when yeah. he came to the NBA season.
0: So he got a lot of years to get out of this guy. Got a lot of years,
1: but Dallas is in a good position where yeah. One big move could actually get them over the hump. It's just, it's the same thing for Lakers back in 2007. Like, you bring the soul, it kind of gets you to the NBA finals. And I think that's the same for the Mavericks. They get one player during the season. Could potentially take them to the Western Conference finals, you know?
0: True. Um, let's round off the West. Phoenix Suns made the finals last year up 2-0. And then they ended up losing. Massive missed opportunity for them. Can they repeat what they did or was that just like a uh, one-off? Look,
1: they will be a good team again this season, whether they can repeat it. I mean, Chris Paul's aging again. Chris Paul was amazing last season. But in the finals, in the finals, look, I can't really blame Chris Ball, man. He came up against some really good defenders. like came up against Drew Holiday, one of probably the best perimeter defenders in the league. To, to criticise him would be harsh, but he is 36, 37, and I just don't think they've added enough to take that next step. If you lose in the NBA Finals, it obviously means you're lacking something, right? And I don't think they've added enough pieces to kind of get them over the hump. They did add JaVale McGee, who's a good fit, good backup. I think that was something they lacked last season, but it's not that piece that's going to get you from losing 4-2 in the Finals to winning it, especially for the teams that are coming back healthy this season.
0: I think the only thing for Phoenix is if Devin Booker goes to another level again, and DeAndre Aiden, who you know, man, I've got to give him so much credit,
1: becomes like goes from a a great piece to a potential star player, like star piece. The difference between a great piece, great fit, to a star piece.
0: And you know what? He showed signs of that. The thing is, just consistency. He's got to be consistent now.
1: Consistent, yeah. He was great. I think throughout the whole playoffs. But then in the finals, again, a lot of them weren't great for Phoenix, you know.
0: Again, they're young. I don't want to they're blame young, them too much.
1: There's yeah. I'm not ever, Yeah, you're right, you're right.
0: Denver, I think they were probably like one of the biggest disappointments, you know, for all the talk and the potential that they displayed in the bubble. Everyone mm. thinking, you know, they're going to take the next step. Uh, Jokic was MVP. I
1: think it, it's harsh because they had have their second guy out. It's, yeah, it's harsh on that front. But again, they've paid Michael Porter Jr. two hundred and seven. Look, on potential, he's worth it. Is he yeah. worth it right now? No. But again, you're a team like Denver, you're not gonna attract superstar free agents, I guess. So exactly. You kinda of, sometimes you have to take the gamble on those kind of players. We'll find out if he comes kind of worth it. But to also add to the Ben Simmons thing, there's been a lot of talk about Jamal Murray for Ben Simmons, which is I don't know if it's a great fit for both teams. It's definitely a great fit for Philadelphia. Whether it's a great fit for Denver is a different story. But it is something to look out there for, I guess, throughout the season.
0: Thinking about that right now, Jokic doesn't seem like as arrogant or a prick like Embiid,
1: you know? Oh, definitely not. Character-wise,
0: like, I love Embiid, but like it does come across as a prick sometimes. Yeah, it does. But I think Jokic and Simmons could work together. That's the (laughs) I think it could be like a
1: really great fit. Yeah. But it's one of those, it's either going to be like a really great fit or it's just not going to work. That's how I see it. I don't think there's like an in-between. I think it either like works amazingly or just really doesn't really work at all.
0: And look, if Jamal Murray shows what he showed in that bubble, yeah. um, they're going to be—they'll be. They'll be See, another, I think that's be a tough. trade
1: that Denver would be more willing to take than Philadelphia, especially if Jamal Murray come back from the ACL. And I also think that's a trade Philadelphia should make. You get a guard that can shoot that's willing to score like i think it's a great fit for both teams it can be a great fit potentially for denver but i think it's a better fit for Philadelphia
0: yeah and Simmons can't complain because he's going to a playoff team so yeah 100% going to a
1: playoff team that's pretty much you know again one of those teams that could get over the hump if they really added the right pieces
0: they're they're the threats what we've mentioned so far they're the threats the one team that i can't understand we just talked about it before is Portland and Dame Lillard yeah Dame Lillard is literally at the peak of his power right now, yeah? Age and, and where he's at in his career suggests he's going to go a bit down from now on. Yeah. Now, he probably won't because he is special. But when does he have enough of this? Because he's not going to win a total there at Portland. Well, when, when do they make a decision you know what was here? You I saying? Like,
1: if Dallas Mavericks were out of peace, they'd get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. With Portland, if they added another piece, I still don't think they'd even get out of the second round. Like, no, they wouldn't. One of those teams I just don't think. Whatever they do is just not going to be enough. This season was the season of rebuild, trade Lillard, get the max value you can right now and move on. Trade CJ McCollum and just, it's time to rebuild because you haven't built enough for it to happen this year. You've got too many kind of contracts on the book for it to happen next season. You don't have pieces to trade really to get a star player in return. Like CJ McCollum is probably your best trade asset, but who is really available on the market for you to get that's going to turn around your franchise? Are you going to go for Ben Simmons and pair him up for Is that really going to win you a title? It's not. like no. They're at a crossroads right now where they should have just moved on. But it's one of those things where, you know, if you trade your best player, all of a sudden, fans don't come in, right? Like, you're yeah, a tanking team. Yeah. You know, you're going to lose money regardless. So it's one of those kind of things where it's like, yeah, let's just hold on to him. And, you know, this is a situation where loyalty is a detriment to some players.
0: Yeah, and I understand the point of view from Portland like as an organisation, but when does Damon Lillard have enough? When does he say, you know what, I know I love this town, I love the city, I love the franchise, but bro, I want to win. I'm I'm not getting younger. He's very competitive. This guy's not going to accept losing for the rest of his career.
1: I think it's one of those things where... He's spoken too much about loyalty that it's become like, you know, if I yeah.
0: ask for a trade or do I, I'm going to get
1: grilled by people if i ask for a trade. But if he was to ask for a trade, can anyone say, you know what, he's being selfish asking for a trade? No. Like, he's given up there. He's given everything for Portland. If he was to ask for a trade, i will be like, you know what, that's fair enough, man. I think he's earned the right to ask for a trade. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. shouldn't panel. get. They
1: haven't put enough around him.
0: All right. Let's move on to the East. Before this whole Kyrie thing, we said it, this would have been very quick. Brooklyn Nets, that's it. They're going to be in the finals. They're the top team coming out. But the fact that he's not there and we don't know what the situation is there, it's an open race again for that spot in the finals from the East. Does Brooklyn still make it through?
1: I think Brooklyn would still have enough talent to make it through. And with buyouts throughout the season as well, you know, you look up for some names to join them in the buyout market. If I had a dark horse pick, it would be the Miami Heat. I think defensively they're going to bring it. Come playoff time, they're going to be one of those teams that are just like really hard to score on. You've added PJ Tucker, Kyle Lowry, like you've added some good veteran pieces already with Jimmy Butler, with Duncan Robinson, Bam, like Tyler Hero off the bench. Like that's a good team, man. Yeah. Another team that I really like, I'm very intrigued to watch is the Chicago Bulls. I'd love to see what they can do this season. they a team fun crazy, team. Man. I love Alex Crusoe, man. What an addition, man. What an addition, bro. The guys, He's actually been killing it pre-season. He's going to be a fan favourite, man. People used to like roast LA and be like, you know, this guy, like you guys are just hyping up a bum, man. Trust me, when you see Alex Crusoe, you understand why Lakers fans love him.
0: They're going to be such a fun team to watch. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be my most improved team and we talk about that a bit later. But in terms of threats... Miami, yeah, you know, they've got potential. I think they're going to be very gritty. They're going to be very hard to beat. Philadelphia, the situation that takes them out of the race for me. Yeah, for
1: me, it doesn't. I mean, you've got the Bucs as well.
0: Look, the Bucs are going to be the same. The Bucs
1: are going to be there. They're going to be there, but.
0: But I think they had a really good run. They had a good, you know, they they had a good run. If
1: Brooklyn has Kyrie and Harden, they're not winning, right? No. They weren't winning it last season if they had them, man. It took seven games for the Bucs to beat them with with a one legged Harden and Mm -hmm. KD. Fully healthy. I just don't see it happening.
0: New York, you know, they came fourth. It was really good to see them back in the playoffs. They'll be okay.
1: New York's success will depend on Campbell Walker kind of rejuvenating himself, I guess.
0: Look, Brad, the one team that has to pull up because it's been too long and we keep saying that they're coming up, they've built up, they're building, they're doing something special. It's the Boston Celtics. They've moved on Brad Stevens to upper management. They've got a new coach. They have to make noise, man, because for me enough's enough for Boston the fact that Brooklyn in this situation you know without Kyrie makes this spot up for grabs again
1: it's just what is Boston doing that's the question like what's their plan like you know they've had so many trade opportunities for so many players over the years Kawhi Leonard Paul George Anthony Davis and they've been hesitant to pull the trigger which is okay fair enough if you're hesitant to pull the trigger it means you trust your system right you trust the players coming through I love Jason Tatum; I think he's amazing I love Jalen Brown but the pieces around them I don't like that much and like, I like Marcus Smart. Yeah, he gives you that Patrick Beverley effect. Probably better a better player. But, like, for the last two years, for example, they've lacked size, man, and they haven't addressed it. They've re I think, Robert Williams, is it? He's a good yeah. player. Um, He'll be a good fit. Look, I think they'll be good. They'll be dangerous. But, again, they're going to be one of those teams that's like, yeah, if we had one more piece, we'd make it to the finals.
0: Who, who is that piece that they need? Who is it?
1: Man, that is a good question. Lillard comes to mind. Someone like a point guard. Zion? Unrealistic. You're going to have to get rid of Jalen Brown, right, to get Zion. Yeah. Bradley Bill.
0: Bradley Bill. But
1: mm. again, it's one of those plays, you put Tatum, Bill, Jalen Brown together if possible, or you'd have to give up Jalen Brown? And do you do that? I love Jalen Brown. I think he's a great fit. And he's, like, he's my favorite player out of Boston, to be honest with you. It's just what can you get in return for all those pieces? If they can add Siakam to what they have, I like that. I think Siakam's one of those complimentary pieces that kind of, not a superstar, borderline all-star player. Like if he's a good season, he's an all-star. But I don't think he's a consistent all-star player. But he's one of those pieces that will give you defense, give you a bit of shooting, a bit of everything.
0: So for me, I feel like they struggle. Like their superstar is Jason Tatum. And for some yeah, reason yeah. in games I was watching last year, they kind of like didn't let him like like there there's only glimpses of his of his mm. greatness, you know what I mean? Like I feel like they didn't really give him the team to to run with. They're trying to share the ball still, they're trying to do their whatever Brad Brad Stevens been doing the same shit for how long. Brad
1: Stevens has gotten a pass. One of those coaches has gotten the past for too long, though.
0: I've never seen a coach like get sacked and like actually get a promotion. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but a new coach there.
1: I thought, to, I thought they were going to sign Carlisle, To be honest,
0: yeah. Yeah, but again, is, either,
1: is not, he new, Is he a new? Is he a new
0: generation coach? I feel like he's nah, become he's that old. It wouldn't coach. have
1: been a good fit. I just thought that that would have been the move. Buster, Look, I like the Schroeder move as well. I mean, Schroeder didn't really give himself many options, but that'll be a good piece off the bench for them, or starting either one.
0: Um, they've got. Uh, if I mispronounce, it, I apologize. Em Yudoka or I'm Yudoka. Yeah. That's the new. That's the new coach. San Antonio Spurs uh, assistant. So obviously he's worked under Pop. Oh,
1: worked under Pop.
0: Yeah. So I guess obviously like he, he he's knowledgeable. He, he's coming from a really good school of basketball. Yeah, definitely. And do you remember Jay Williams? Right. Finally, Celtics uh, appoint their first black head coach. <laughs> what's he on about? Because <laughs> 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 if you get about uh, Doc Rivers, I think Doc Rivers is his white. If you about KC, Nathan, what's wrong with this guy? And then he goes, he got hacked. Yeah, good one, bro. Yeah, good hey, one, you can get away
1: from anything when you say you got hacked, man. You can, you can say whatever you want on the internet to say you got hacked.
0: Who the, who the hell would hack you? Who the hell would hack this guy to write something wrong like that? Like, what kind of a <laughs> prank is that? Yeah, good hey, man, one. Anyway.
1: Do, hey, look, he got away from Matthew.
0: But I, I feel like he's going to come in, obviously, he has to change it look, up. He has know, to say, you he has have... to, like you said, they don't know what they're doing. The first thing you hmm. do is, bro, Tatum's your superstar. Let's build around him. Let's build a game plan around him. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, you know what? You were right, though. I had a bit of a crossroad there. Gordon Haywood, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, for me, is a bit inconsistent, right? He'll give you flashes of Kobe, and the next day he'll give you flashes of Smush Parker. Like, <laughs> Lord knows who, right? But he just lacks that consistency to be a superstar right now. Jason Tatum is definitely more consistent and the superstar player on that team. It's like, it's time to give him like the key to the runner. and when they signed Hayward, you know, you thought he'd be that guy that kind of give you 20, 25 a game and be that leader in the locker room. Didn't really work out injuries, you know, whatever. But I think now that they moved on from Hayward last season, now they've established that, hey, Tatum is the guy. We're building around him and that's how they have to play it out.
0: Any other contenders? You say in the East? It's, mm. it's pretty. It's a pretty weak conference. It's always been a it's weak always, conference.
1: East what? Yeah, it's always
0: been weak. Same yeah. old, like. look at the end of the day. If Brooklyn still end up with Durant and Harden, that's tough to beat. Like they're
1: going to be. It's going to be tough to beat, regardless. Yeah. And you know, come buyout time, they're going to get the best players in the buyout market. Exactly. Then the Lakers will probably get them. So.
0: So yeah, regardless if Kyrie's in or not, I think Brooklyn's still going to make the final. They Harden's should make so the, fair, the finals. Yeah. All right, that's all the teams, that's all the, the favourites, the threats. Let's go quick fire. Most improved team for you this season, East or West, doesn't matter.
1: Chicago Bulls.
0: 100% I agree.
1: Have to be, right? If they're not, they'll be it's, they're the most improved team and the biggest underachievers. That's how yeah. I
0: see it. Yeah. No, just the, the team they've built around Zach Levine, you know, Zach Levine yeah. hasn't really achieved his potential, but now he's got really good pieces around him, 100%. really fun pieces around him. Yeah. yeah. So like what? Lonzo, let's go for Alonzo Board, Damar Derozan, Vucevic, Vucevic, your boy Caruso. Caruso. Oh, it's, a f- it's a fun team, man. It's and, a fun.
1: It's a fun team. They're going to yeah, be good to watch. Yeah. They still got Kobe White as well, who we can spark it up off the bench. So yeah, bro, you've yeah. got some good players.
0: Hundred percent. Most improved player this season. Oh
1: man, this is such a tough call, man.
0: He's gonna to go to the next level. I'll. You gonna go first? I'll go for Ja Morant. You go
1: first. Go. I go
0: Ja Morant. You think ja, ja Morant? Ja Morant's going to another level this season, bro. And I, I apologize, I should have mentioned them as one of the most improved teams. Memphis is going to be that under the radar threat in, in the West. The problem is, if they were in the East, yeah, they'd be a bigger threat. But the fact that in the West, it's tough. But I think Ja Morant, he's going to explode. Knock on wood, I he think stays healthy. I
1: was going to say Trey Young's going to explode this year. You reckon? I think I think he's had. They've been under the radar a bit, man. Like we haven't spoken about him much, like the Atlanta Hawks. But I think he's gonna have a massive season. Like I think you have another massive season.
0: Yeah, the thing with Trey Young is that he made the Eastern Conference Finals, so yeah. he's overachieved already. Mm. He has to reach that again, or you know, it's a failure in a lot of people's eyes, even in his yeah. eyes, because he's got high standards for himself.
1: So, if I could I, throw a name, I'd throw Anthony Edwards, not necessarily most improved, but I think he'll have a massive season. Yeah, I think I would like him, points wise, he'll probably have over 20. He's certainly, he'll he's certainly be he certainly improved. he
0: yeah. improves over the season.
1: He'll definitely, I'm not gonna give him the most improved trophy, but I think he'll be in that kind of conversation, I guess.
0: Let's get to the last two big questions. Who's your MVP for the season?
1: Going with Luka Doncic this season. I think he'll average a new triple-double, if not a triple-double this season. I think Dallas will finish about third or fourth in the West. And if he has a good start to this season, which he didn't last season, I think he'll win MVP. Because you know he's going to have the stats for an MVP. They'll give him the story, Mm. and he'll definitely definitely be up there.
0: For me, it's Jason Tatum. He's going to have a Kobe-esque season. He's gonna have a look. Like that you know, when he got robbed by Nash that year, that trophy. I think it was like 05, oh five, oh six. He's got a new coach. I think he's he's bright enough to realize this guy's a superstar, mm. and he's just gonna to go to another level this season. My
1: dark horse MVP. Mm. Not necessarily a dark horse, but Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis, he has to be the guy that has the biggest season for the Lakers in terms of he has to average the most points, rebounds, etc. He's gonna be the guy that has to average 30 for them because LeBron's not averaging 30 this season. Westbrook hasn't averaged close to 30 for a few seasons now. This team, as much as people love to say LeBron, this team is really Anthony Davis' team right now. Even yeah. last season I said it, it's based on his his production, man.
0: They live and die by him because when he's not there, like we saw in the playoffs. They struggle. This team is,
1: is Anthony Davis, man. For the yeah. last two seasons, even in the playoff run when we won the championship, he was amazing, man. Mid-range defense. Buzzer he beaters. Nothing, nothing he didn't give you.
0: Yeah, LeBron James Fled is LeBron James. Freets. You know what we're getting.
1: But Anthony Davis is so slept on, man. So I think if he has a massive season, I think he could potentially win MVP. You know,
0: it's funny. That's the first time we've mentioned LeBron in this podcast. I man, yeah, you know, we'd be we'd be sacked by ESPN right now or, or <laughs> Fox Sports. Dark Horse MVP, who am I thinking of? I want to say Dame Lillard, but you know, he's just he's not gonna get there because no, his team is shit. Cause cause, I don't even think they're making the playoffs, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Potentially look if I mean it's not a dark horse, but if Brooklyn's playing About Kyrie, or e, you obviously need Harden and KD to produce a bit more. So like, they could be in for a shout, one of them.
0: They would definitely be in the shout. Like, yeah. yeah. The reason why I say Tatum as well is because they've probably got a a better chance of finishing top seed like than someone in the West. I know if you went to yeah, mention sure. Doncic or whatever. What about um, Paul George?
1: Paul George. Well, Kawhi's not gonna be uh, he's not gonna be playing for a yeah, little
0: bit. That's true. Uh, he'll put up big numbers. <coughs> whether, whether they win is another story for me with the Clippers. That's so true. yeah, I was thinking, why would we not talk about the Clippers the whole time? Yeah, Kawhi's not even playing. So
1: Kawhi's not even playing, and so. the team's pretty much the same team at the moment. So yeah. They're going to be tough to beat. Be that's tough. what I mean. Like, yeah. they're, they're a well-built team, so Yeah,
0: 100%. All right, last one. This is it. Who's winning the title at the end of the day? Who will be the champion uh, at the end of the season?
1: All right. This, I'm answering this. Both teams fully healthy. I mean, when I say both teams, you know how I'm mentioning. Yep. Brooklyn, that's fully healthy. However, of right now, as of right now, if right now Kyrie's not playing. So I'm taking this as if Kyrie's not playing for the whole season. So then, then it's Lakers as my pick. But if everyone's healthy, for me it's Brooklyn for sure.
0: Yeah, look, I'm gonna go Lakers healthy or you know unhealthy. I think the Lakers.
1: I think they'll beat
0: them. I think they'll beat them in a seven-game series. I know Brooklyn's talented. I know you know they've got good pieces around them that complement that big three, but. The Lakers, I feel like they're on a mission. This is it. This is the last hurrah for for Le-
1: LeBron. For Westbrook, this is like yeah. this is Westbrook's reputation. This, this is it. Like, yeah. If you can't do it on this team, then you can't do it anymore. Like do whatever. You're not that guy anymore. Yeah. LeBron, I just don't yeah, see.
0: Probably. I just don't see them from next year being not a threat, but not being like a top top contender because a lot of players are growing up. Uh, a lot of teams I mean, are growing up. You're gonna cool, have LeBron so. at
1: 38 next year, so. I don't know how he's still doing it. It's crazy that he puts up the numbers that he does.
0: By the way, they've built their team. They've got a lot of young guys as well on that team that are going mm. to carry the load for the season. Like you said, they're probably going to aim for that fourth, third position.
1: At the end of the day, LeBron's legacy is built in stone. It's done, right? Yeah. Regardless of he wins or he doesn't, like it's done. For someone like Russell Westbrook, this is his legacy here. You know, like at the end of the day, People have said you can't be that second guy, you can't be on a you can't be a championship winning point guard. He's got a lot of hate in the past. He says he's made it, right? Of course he's made it. Like the guy's a millionaire, whatever you want to call it. He's gotten out of a difficult situation as a kid, whatever, and he's made it to the NBA. However, in terms of your NBA legacy, this is what us fans talk about, right? Your NBA legacy. We get it, you've made it in life, man. Trust me. We wish we were you, man, in life. But yeah, as an NBA fan, this is. Kind of your NBA legacy right now this season.
0: Yeah, 100%. There's no doubt in LeBron's mind, six is on his mind, you know, matching oh, matching Jordan. 100%. If
1: yeah, he no. wants to get six, he has to win it this year.
0: That's it. And what would what, what he be in titles? Six and six and what? Pretty sure he's lost what? Four finals or five? Oh, for, he's lost
1: two to Golden State. No,
0: nah, three. 15, 17, 18.
1: Two to the Spurs and one to Dallas. Six finals losses.
0: So it'll be six even and six. six and six. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah.
1: Bro, if, if he does go six and six in the grand scheme of things, man, the guy's probably played 20 seasons and made the finals 12 times. Yes. That stat alone is just ridiculous, right? Unmatched if he does, if he does do that, that's crazy. But yeah. you know, there's a long way to go, I guess, for that.
0: All right, that's it. Well, that's the 2021 NBA preview. Thanks for joining us. We'll be around, during we'll do the it season.
1: soon. We'll do it soon again. No doubt, um,
0: maybe live games as well. Catch that live stream, yeah, for sure in our obviously here in australia it suits us you know on the weekends. so definitely yeah man Amadi, thanks bro appreciate you joining us time bro catch you soon yep everybody Love take care bro. enjoy the start of the season yep